It's time to get recharged, people. Hey, education heroes. If you're looking for a way to get your educational battery recharged, you've come to the right place. I'm Kyle Hill, and between myself and the amazing guests that I bring on, our mission on this podcast is to get you recharged so you can make a positive impact on the young people you serve. Feel free to follow on social media at Recharged Family. And if you like any of our content, please pass it along to others. Because in the end, we're all just working to try to help young people meet their potential and have success. Now let's get into the episode. What is going on, education heroes? Thank you for dropping in to the Recharged Educators Show. In this episode, we're going to dive into recruitment, and all kinds of things on the business side. If you're interested in becoming a coach or consultant, this is the episode for you. My friend Ann Labangana-Clay, who works with the Department of Education right here in Delaware, is going to give you some amazing gems talking about like what happens on the backside of the recruitment process at the state level. But she's also going to dive deep into what she does on the business side as someone who podcasts and coaches and consults in a variety of roles that she has. She's just going to give you all kinds of amazing things. I can't wait for you to hear the awesome gems that she drops in this episode. Before we get to that, I do want to remind you that coming up this summer is our Recharge Virtual Bash events. We've got the Educators Virtual Bash, Parents Virtual Bash, and Community Virtual Bash. We've expanded, and it's all free, including we're giving away gifts and discounts that will value out at more than $1,000, and you do not have to pay a cent, which is exactly the goal of what we're doing here. We want to make sure that you are rewarded as those who support kids with content, resources, and even some gifts that are going to help you out moving into the next year. You can hook up with that link down in the show notes so you can get registered now and we'll let you know when everything goes live this next summer, but make sure you save your seat now. It is an on-demand virtual summit, which means you're going to have months to take in all the awesome information and your registration will get you free access to the Educators Virtual Bash, the Parents Virtual Bash, and the Community Virtual Bash as we are trying to wrap young people with all kinds of amazing people like you who make a positive difference in their lives. So right after this break, you're going to hear all about recruitment and how you approach consulting, coaching, and podcasting from a business standpoint as we continue our side hustle series coming right up. Does your school need some extra help in a variety of areas, maybe in things like providing supports and accommodations or work with collaborative instruction, you know, like co-teachers working together or a teacher and a para working together as a successful team, maybe even need some help with building inclusive systems within your school. What about this one? Staffing issues. We've all got those. No matter what the questions are that you're facing, Stetson can help you find answers and help you develop a strategic plan that's tailor-made for your school and the challenges that you're facing. To learn more about Stetson & Associates, go to stetsonassociates.com and find out how their team can help you and your staff and your students meet the goals that you're striving for. Ladies and gentlemen, I am super excited to have my friend, and Lavangana Clay with me tonight and hear all about the amazing things she does in education. And we're continuing our side hustle series. And so thank you so much for jumping on with me. 
Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure, Kyle. <laughs> and we always start off with the Ed journey and where you were at when you started all the way up to where you're where you're at now. You want to share that with everybody? Yes, yes. So um, almost 30 years ago, I know that sounds ancient these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> to be in education. It means you've got long. vast experience, Anne, that's all. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a seasoned. Right? That's right. You're seasoned. seasoned veteran in the education world. But no, almost uh, 30 years ago, I was actually a career changer. So I uh, got my bachelor's in psychology. Um, and while I was working towards my degree, I was, you know, in practicum and things like that and um, had opportunity to work in a school, actually an elementary school. And um, so, you know, I kind of caught that bug of like, hmm, maybe I should, you know, while I'm working on bachelor's degree, moving into master's, you know, you have to have your master's um, in order to practice. And, um, and I was like, well, maybe I should just get some education, you know, under my belt. So I got a minor in education, um, along with my psych degree. And um, so again, I was well, graduated and was like, hmm, again, you know, like, let me do the education piece while I work on my master's in, right, psychology, right? Um, and so long story short, I ended up going back to um, the private school where I had spent some of my uh, middle school into high school years in Philadelphia. And I was what today we call a paraprofessional or hmm. teacher's aide, uh, teacher's assistant. And um, so excited to like be under a master teacher at the time who of course is like sharing with me her nuggets, we're planning, you know, she's gradually, you know, um, releasing responsibility to me, um, you know, to lead circle time or whatever, right? Um, so, and at that point, pretty early on um, in my first year, I was like, I should go back and get my master's in education. <laughs> 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 it's a quick turnaround, right? But seriously, it's, you know, having being having those experiences with students day in and day out. And like I said, the nurturing right of this uh, master teacher with me full time was was really the key. So anyway, so I earned my master's in education from Wider University. Um, and so when I had the opportunity to become the master teacher myself, <laughs> I did. And I started um in our one of our urban cities, so I'm originally sorry from Pennsylvania, and so um, so out in the suburbs is urban setting um, called Chester, Pennsylvania, and so I go I delve, dive a little deep in here because people say, well, wait a minute, you just came from a private setting, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're moving into an urban setting. Well, part of that was that preparation, right, um, that I received from my schooling, but also under that master teacher that I could teach anywhere and in any setting, right? Um, I took those same gifts and, and uh, skills that I had there for the private school, and I plugged it right into the urban school, and it was 
Like it was nothing different. Hmm. Um, you know, established a cozy corner, right? We're talking <laughs> about, you know, Chester City, right? Um, but they had a cozy corner in their class, in my class. And, uh, you know, we did all kinds of things to enrich as well as, you know, support uh, students where they were very, just loved it. So, but I got married and had a little one <laughs> and we had moved to Delaware. So, you know, the commute was hard as a young mom. And so, you know, I started looking for teaching opportunities uh, in Delaware and came to the Christina School District uh, in Newcastle County. And there I actually served for most of my most of my career um, in several different schools there. I moved from being a teacher into an instructional coach and then from an instructional coach into a building administrator. Back, back, let's go back to the almost 20 years of teaching. I was, I know Kyle's like, and you're still going on. It's uh, go ahead, go ahead. But, uh, you know, I had experiences with every grade except for fourth and seventh through 12. Okay. <laughs> so I had quite a few, <laughs> you know, a little, a little bit of both of the elementary and middle school teaching, but I think that that prepared me in so many different ways, right? Sure. Um, you know, people have niches, right? As far as they, you know, I'm, I'm an elementary person or I'm a middle person or I'm, you know, a secondary person. But for me, you know, I could cross all those different grade levels and learn the curriculum, right? For all of them. And I think that made me even more well-rounded as a teacher and teacher leader. So, as I said, building administrator, and then currently um, I am at the Delaware Department of Education, where I am an education associate who oversees educator equity as well as recruitment. So hmm, how did I go from <laughs> building administrator, right, <laughs> to a recruiter or, or, or supporting, right. supporting our human resource personnel? across the state. Well, I'll tell you quite honestly, when I, as I mentioned, I was a teacher leader, right? As well as being a teacher. And for years, I was on those sunshine committees. I was on, I was in the, um, not, in the not, not like a principal's council, but, you know, someone who was uh, the, the principal's could, you know, rely on for kind of like getting a pulse, you know, how are the staff doing kind of our retention, you know, if you will, back at that time, you know, a retention committee, like how are we keeping our staff, how, you know, what are their needs and things like that. And so, you know, when I think of recruitment, I think of retention, mm -hmm. right? Because we don't want to just bring teachers in, right? Um, or any staff members in. And we don't want to bring them into situations where they feel like they're not prepared, right? And I think back to myself. I was well prepared to lead a classroom, right? Once I received my degree. And it wasn't because I got my degree. It was because I had clinical experience, right? For those two and a half years while I was working on my working on my degree. And I think that that's what what I bring to this role, um, you know, is is how can we how can every student in Delaware have the teacher that they deserve um, and or paraprofessional or and or leader um, that they deserve. And so anyway, that's just a nutshell, which is a big nutshell. But yep. yep, that's you got a lot of experience to draw on, which 
you know, is, is powerful. It's powerful. It's like, you know, your career is like a snowball. You, you, it picks up as you go along throughout, you know, you gather, you gather the amazing things that you learn along the way from your experiences and working with others. And hopefully you get better and, and you, you build as you go. Your position now is really unique. I think, could you just share a, a little bit as far as about, I know it's equity, it's recruitment, are, are those really kind of the, the main things you're ma- possibly most passionate about in the education space? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a marriage. I mean, I'm going to be quite honest. Um, th- to me, this role is a marriage of my passion and, you know, uh, my nine to five, so to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and me, of course, it's like one of those things, like if you didn't get paid, you would still do it. Right. Yeah. Because you're impacting so many, um, you know, even impacting one is 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 a lot, right? These days, when you're thinking about recruiting. Um, so anyway, yeah. So my role is kind of unique. Um, when I came into it in August of 2022, the position was partnered or uh, meshed with the Ed Prep programs person. And um, so it was separated into just this focus. And my job really is strategizing. So putting in strategies um, that provide for more quality, as well as um, a more diversified workforce. Because if you think about it, and we there are people who have varying opinions of what that may look like, right? As the word diversity. But the bottom line is um, we should be including um, staff members from every level, right? Uh, our bus drivers, right? All the way through um, to our superintendents who mirror the students that we have. Anyway, so the Grow Your Own grant is one of the biggest that is under my work, and that comes from the House Bill 430 uh, that was put into play in the spring of 2022, and that's earmarked for that para-to-teacher pipeline. It is a, you see, this is a, if you're not watching, <laughs> I'm making a, a, a donut hole with She's my making head. an O. <laughs> yeah, I'm making an O. It is a zero-cost yeah. grant. Those folks who are paras, coaches, um, stay-at-home, stay-at-home parent, right? Who their kindergartner just went off to school, et cetera. They have the opportunity to be paid as a paraprofessional by the LEA and go to the uh, Delaware, a Delaware um, university at no cost, no cost for praxis fee, no cost for books, right? I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it, it absolutely is. And so that is earmarked currently for our high needs um, districts and charters um, and will expand, you know, in years to come. But for everyone um, across the state, well, we have a very similar, different uh, funding source. So as I shared, that was state funding um, is a teacher apprenticeship. And it is the first um, for Delaware, as well as in this region, no neighboring state has a teacher apprenticeship, which is not something to really smile about, but we're kind of proud. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> as the first state to be the first 
But um, that is a tuition um, opportunity. It is, as I said, not earmarked for any of the particular uh, LEA, so any LEA in Delaware that that is willing to pay those same folks, right? That career change, I mean, a career changer who wants to be a paraprofessional at first into a teacher, a coach, et cetera, nutrition service worker, and they can then have a two-year pathway where they are um, become that teacher of record with strong preparation. Both of those, the Grow Your Own Parent Grant and the Teacher Apprenticeship have two unique things in them for Delaware. The first is that the second year of the two-year um, opportunity is a residency. So if you're familiar with teacher residency, it's a, for those of your listeners um, who may not be, it's a year-long student teaching, fully embedded clinical experience. So, you know, so the year one, they would serve more in that paraprofessional role where they're learning how to become a teacher. And then year two, they have that gradual release of responsibility where they're taking on more and more of leading uh, the learning um, in year two. So really excited about those two things, right? The third area is um, expanding. So it was already happening before I came into the role starting in 2021, but I'm working to expand the paid teacher residency, as we just talked about, in Delaware. And again, that is different from all states almost. There are very few paid teacher residencies in the country. Uh, so Delaware is is to be commended for that uh, that work since 2021. So my work actually is to to help the LEA to see how they can reallocate funding and or shift funding, right, that already exists from the LEA to be able to pay for more residents or to be able to pay them more. So two things, sorry, that sounded like I was saying the same thing. So in order to, so either you have two residents, let's say a particular district or charter has two residents and now with the grant, and now they are with their own funding, they can now take on four residents, right? Or they braid, option two is they braid the funding from the from the state grant with their own reallocated funds so that now that resident is getting paid more than, right, a neighboring LEA. And so hence, hmm, I might want to stay here, right, because they're showing me that I have more value, right, you know, as a resident here versus. So it's there's a lot of different pieces to that, but it's exciting work. I, um, I love it. I, I love all of it. Thank you for sharing. Boy, you really went deep. That's wonderful. Because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I, I think there's a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of people out there in education beyond Delaware who d- just don't understand the aspects of how we have to creatively recruit. Because we're yes, just, yes. we need good people. If you've got a good heart, <laughs> we've oh. got a spot for you in education, right? Like that's just, that's, that's exactly, kind of how it is. Yes. And so I love the ideas uh, that have been flowing out from uh, at the state level, as far as how we need to be a little more creative with how we approach things and how we can support 
those who are who we are hoping to build build up to become as you said master educators right so um i love it i love all of it so thank you for for sharing all that is amazing um i'm sure people in other states would be taking notes today or other countries we do have some international international listeners as well Have you heard that our virtual bash workshops are expanding massively coming up this summer? And they're all completely free events where we're giving away free stuff. Not only will we have some of the biggest names in the education space from across the globe presenting to educators, but we have expanded massively this year so that we have a parent's virtual bash, which will have experts from all over the place providing parents and caregivers with all kinds of great ideas and resources to help them help their kids so they can be successful in school and beyond. We're also expanding to have a community virtual bash this year, which is focused on giving content and resources to those who work out in the community with youth. So if you're a sports coach or you work with youth organizations, maybe it's mentoring programs or even employers that work with youth. The Community Bash is exactly what you're going to need to help kids and teens become more successful as you work with them. The Recharged Family Mission is to blanket young people with incredibly compassionate and caring role models in schools, at home, and out in the community. That's how you make the biggest impact possible. Again, it's all completely free thanks to the partnerships we've developed with sponsors. Our hope is to connect you with experts who can help you make a positive impact on the young people in your lives. You'll find the Save My Spot registration form down in the show notes so that we can notify you when all the workshops go live later this summer. And as a reminder, these are on-demand workshops, so you go at your own pace and you have access for months. You're not going to want to miss out on these amazing events, so register and spread the word to your friends. Sorry for breaking into the show, everybody, but I want to remind you this episode is brought to you by Stetson & Associates. No matter what the challenges are that you and your team faces, Stetson & Associates can help you devise and develop a plan that's going to be tailor-made for you and your staff. To find out more about Stetson and the amazing resources that they provide, go to stetsonassociates.com. Now, let's get back to the action. I want to shift gears a little bit and kind of talk about sure. some of the things you do outside of your job because you got a variety of things that you do. And one is you are also a podcaster. So you take, you know, just a minute and just share a little bit about your podcast and and uh, maybe something that you've learned along the way as, as a podcaster. Sure, absolutely. So <laughs> as you know, there's always the, the chat before yep. <laughs> um, the audience missed that, but we're going to bring it right back here. <laughs> so my uh, podcast is called Coaching You Through All Things Education. Um, it started during the uh, COVID pandemic, and the purpose was really to make sure that our our ed- listeners, right, which are a variety of educators um, of all levels, as well as leaders, were had like that kind of bite-sized PD or professional learning. And that's how it all got started. When, one thing that I was saying, as I said to Kyle pr- previously, the consistency or being able to keep up with that, <laughs> right, is a little bit of a challenge just right. because of the work that I do. But, you know, every time I try to include guests on there mostly, you know, because I want the expertise of folks to to come through. I, I have a, a great knowledge base, but I'm learning too, right? Right. When I'm hearing from various guests. 
And I think that the key is I, I keep it broad. So some people have, you know, like a focus of, of what they're of what they're going to talk about. And I kept it broad. It's everything, all things education. Some some of the topics have been regarding like how to monetize your business, right? As an educational consultant. Um or it is, um, you know, topics of leadership, right? Some of the pain points of of being a leader and challenges. So it's exciting stuff. Um, I definitely want to be able to do it more. And I and I, when people say, you know, oh, I haven't heard, you know, from you for a minute, you know, it's hard to hear that because, you know, I do want to give in that way. So I'll get there again, but it's absolutely, I'm, I'm on several, I don't think it's time to say that, but I will. <laughs> I'm on several different um, platforms. Right. So I come out of Anchor, uh, but I'm on Spotify and Apple Music and iHeartRadio uh, iHeart as well as Amazon. So you can hear yep. it, um, about 50 some episodes that are uh, there for, for the listening. And from what uh, I didn't realize this until I did a little bit of research prior to, to uh, us talking is that you're part of the uh, the Codebreaker group, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, which has I some amazing podcasts. About that. Oh, yes, indeed. An amazing yep. podcasting group. I mean, you, of course, are in your own there with the Teach Better podcast. But Yes, I am very excited and honored to be a uh, part of that network. Part of it, I think, is there's a there's a little a string of of a connection that you may not know. Um, so we didn't go into my whole my whole life story, but I'll just two seconds here. Sure. Um, so I actually was born in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Wow. And so I was I am like a naturalized citizen of the yeah. United. States. States. And so many of the uh, podcasters on the Codebreaker Network are from Canada. So I did know that, but I didn't know you were originally from Canada. Well, see, so that's go. interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, now I, you have a new trivia fact. Right. <laughs> I, I, I listen to a lot of the podcasts that are on there as like an avid yeah. ed- education podcast listener. And I just yeah. happen to know that some of those some of those podcasters from Canada were from Canada, and I did not know that you were. I knew, I, I probably maybe I should have put that together myself, but but oh, I didn't. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. It, it, podcasting yeah. is an interesting journey, and and oh, and my is. favorite part is just the idea of connecting with people that I I normally wouldn't maybe be able to get connect with. That's you obviously crazy. you live within the state and Delaware is a small state. So we connect pr- with a lot of yes. people in Delaware, but beyond that, you know, the idea mm-hmm. of jumping on a Zoom call and just being able to talk to people from all parts of the country or in some cases Incredible, the world right? is just mind-blowing to me. It's pretty neat. So you, I know you do some other things too. So can we take just a couple minutes and talk a little bit about uh, some of the things as far as you do with, with consulting work or public speaking? You want to dive into any of that? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> so um, my company is ANC Unlimited. The A is for Anne and the C is for my daughter, Camille. Nice. <laughs> and so, um, but anyway, and the and the unlimited is just that, you know, again, you know, not pigeonholing, right? That um, so everything from interview support to um, you know, actual planning lessons with teachers um through the years. Um, speaking engagements, um, as they, as they arise, but not as I mostly, you know, 
do speaking engagements for work um, and asked to do that through my work. But one of my big things I'm willing to get back to into is supporting, you know, future students, uh, not in a particular area, not in education necessarily, but okay. um, those who are aspiring to go to college, um, to be able to support them through scholarships, book funds, and things like that. Um, because I think that the bottom line is it's about giving back. And so again, as I shared with you, it really isn't about the monetized piece and I can I can help support somebody and guide somebody in that way. It really, it, the joy is being able to do for others and seeing the product of that, right? right. If I, if I um, have supported someone with an interview and I will say the success rate is pretty good, right? That they get the position. That's that is joy in itself, that's right? Awesome. Yeah, that's it's amazing. Like, it's just like leadership, right? Yep. I mean, yep. A leader, your your purpose is to develop, you know, those under you so that they can then exceed you, right? Right. Um, and so it's it's just a pleasure. But yes, I am very excited about that work and keep and keep it going um as best I can. But uh, yeah, just through the years. It actually, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm almost in year 15. As you say, you've been doing um, it for a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking, been a minute. you've been doing it for a while. Has there been anything that's kind of like jumped up and surprised you about all of that, all the aspects on the, the business side of what you do? That's interesting that you say that. I will tell you that the biggest uh, thing that has jumped up and surprised me is, you know, it's almost like, what do you call it? If you build it, they will come. Right. Yep. You know, because I'm not really like a salesy person, like, hey, you know, come in, you know, yes. <laughs> you know, work with me. You know, I'm not that kind of coach. I am a coach. Right. But um, but my purpose is not like I'm not a big salesperson. Right. So, again, it's testimonials. Right. And it's uh, it's those saying, oh, my gosh, you know, I work with Anne. And, you know, this happened, right? Because I am very results driven. I think everybody is, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm very results driven and I, the integrity of what I do, you know, is important to me. And so, like, if you, let's say you don't get the position, which hmm, I think there's only been one out of, <laughs> out of a hundred, but you know, if you don't get it, I'm going to work with you, right, right, at no cost to see if I can, right? And it's not about the, because it's not about the money at that point. Right. The results weren't what you expected or what I expected. So how can I now support you on that? So, yeah, I right. think that's the biggest thing has been word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. Even and, in social media, which is which is word of mouth, right? Yep. Social media is worth the, yep. word of it, mouth. It's... What I've learned, like in, in the business side of things, is mm -hmm. uh, like we said: if you build it, they will come. And I think just yes. patience. And if you treat people well, you start to, yes. you know, you start to get more people who notice. And and um, yeah, I'm I'm like you. I'm not really a. I, I don't do well with like selling. <laughs> I don't yes. right. Like that's not really my cup of tea. I just like to make oh, connections sure. with people and help. Exactly. Um, let's finish yes. up on speaking of help. Let's let's finish up on this. Do you have any advice for ed anyone in education who's interested in going to some kind of side hustle, whatever it is, um, whether it be within education or beyond, just any, any special advice that you'd like to offer up to them? 
Yes, and I'm talking to myself again when we had this conversation. There's nothing wrong with personal pep talks. That's that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Going to follow my advice. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So wait for all the podcasts to come out. No, seriously. I think that the the biggest thing um, that the advice that I can give to anyone is whatever you whatever comes to mind, whatever you write down in your journal. Whatever, you know, bubble, you know, dream bubble you've got going on, follow it. Hmm. You know, uh, we were talking about, you know, um, how our son is, um, you know, now an author, you know, an acclaimed author, right? Has been an author. And recently on The View, listeners, for all of you out there, this guy was on The View. (laughs) But, you know, but my point is that it triggered for me, not that I'm going to write the same type of book, but I, for five years, I've been like, you know, I really need to put this to pen, yeah. right? And it's like, it's just not that there's ever regret. And I think that that's the other piece um, that is the advice is go with go with what you know, right? Go with what your dream is, but don't, but if you don't get there in the time frame that you think, Give, right, that yep. you, should, you should be there, then that's okay. Give yourself grace. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. And as we also talked about, right, life work balance. So mm-hmm. you have to like if it doesn't fit in, then then just pause it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. If it does fit in, then great. Yeah. Um one yeah. thing I always I always share is I've got my priorities. And so oh, yes. at the top of my priority list is my family. And if I ever hit the point where I feel like the things that I do outside of my, my day job, if the, mm-hmm. those things kind of, they dwindle away the time that I need for my family to focus on my family, then it's not worth it. It's just not worth exactly. it. So finding a balance is super important. So last thing is, if uh, anybody wants to connect with you, Anne, where would you like to send them? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it depends on what your platform is that you enjoy the most. But um, the two that I I probably um, would like folks to pop into is most likely my uh, LinkedIn page. So it is just the Anne <laughs> Labangana Clay. Yep. So I'll, should I spell that out, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in the show notes for you. Yep. All right. Perfect. Thank yep. you. Um, and then also on Twitter. So Twitter is also uh, my most active page as well. So that's, um, you're going to put that in the show yeah, notes, right? Yeah, you're good. You've got an impressive name. We'll put it in the show notes, make sure everybody sees it. I can't it. make things simple, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Anne. This has been great. I appreciate all your information on the side hustles, but I really, and I also just really love, you really gave us some extra insight that those who work in education probably don't know about as far as like things that are happening at the state level to try to increase, uh, you know, whether it's recruiting or looking into grants and looking at how you, how things have to move in place. I, I, I love everything you were sharing today. Thank you so much for jumping on with me, Ann. Yes. Well, thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to follow us at Recharge Family on all the socials. And you can learn all about the content we provide for parents, educators, and community members at rechargefamily.com. Finally, we always want to hear your feedback. So feel free to email us at rechargecommunity at gmail.com or just send us a DM on the socials. Thanks again for listening.
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode.